0: and let's get this fucking show started.
2: Pretty cool. I get the keys where I just come in and you know, come music.
0: Tony. Flashes me in
2: Lois can never have Superman's family. Ah yes, Incredible Hulk melody Balloon. Hey, I tried
0: to teach you how to handle in the in 6th grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Green instead. Apple man's a hero!
2: One looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite combat. That would kill him.
0: Fantastic forum. Assemble. We're back live on a movie Monday, and a comic Monday, and maybe some TV show Monday. You know how it is in life in quarantine. You got to fill up that time, and we're going to be filling up your time with some of, uh, of what we've been doing. Um, Larry's not here today. He's got to work. Oz is probably driving on the way to work, on the way home from work or something. But yeah, it's me and Joe. Joe's on the line. Say hi, Joe. Hey, what's up? And uh, yeah, we got a good show for you today. We're going to talk about uh, one of the comic books that came out during this pandemic. It just came out this uh, this past Wednesday, I believe. Or is it the Wednesday that it came out? I don't know. It had an April 20-something release date. Let's see here. Let me see
1: if I can. I think April 20-something was a Wednesday. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It it, it counts as a Wednesday, right? Because, yeah, 22nd. Yeah. So, yeah. Came out around that time. Uh, It's Stranger Comics Assessa, number one. Uh, So, I'll give you a review of that. And uh, did you get to read it at all, Joe?
1: Um, for the most part, yes. Okay.
0: And, uh, then we're going to talk about the Lady Death movie. Last week we reviewed the Lady Death Kickstarter campaign book, Scorched Earth, and, uh, today Joe brought us, he's going to bring us his take on the movie. And it's an animated movie. Uh, I believe it's on Crunchyroll right now. Um, and then, uh, we'll see what else we can get into. As always, we're going to get you some news. Uh... <clears throat> and then uh, I'm signed in with the Fantastic Forum Skype, so if you want to call in, the lady will tell you how to do it.
1: Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to.
0: And speaking of chat... says i'm here and lady death and then tiger claw posted in chat that we're live but he put the twitch link for uh, some other inferior video game talk show network i gotta take a screenshot of that so i can give him shit later <laughs> Let's see. but yeah but yeah we're here and we're live tiger cloud promoting other people he's only supposed to help us
1: (laughs) anyway how was your weekend joe um it was pretty quarantine-y. yeah if that's a thing have you injected the bleach yet no no actually i was on twitter and there were a bunch of people saying not to do that so I went ahead and didn't do it.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: <laughs> like I know some people have, but I hear it's not working out well for them. Yeah. But, you know, I've decided to go with the majority on this one and not <laughs> inject bleach to myself.
0: all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah. Wonder,
0: I think that's how Kurt Cobain went. Or, (laughs) or Jimi Hendrix.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Weekend is very quarantini. It, it, I woke up on Saturday and I'm like, oh shit, it's Thursday. I got to get, like, for some reason I thought it was Thursday and it's usually, you know, when your days get mixed up, it's only by one or two degrees, but this was like the middle of the week. It was the weekend and I'm thinking it's the middle of the week. So that was a weird thing
1: for me. Something similar happened to me, like on Saturday, for some reason, I thought it was Sunday, <laughs> and so I was like about to start preparing like I was gonna watch all my watch and read everything for uh for Monday, and then I was like, I checked the calendar, and I was like, Oh wait, I have another day to do that <laughs> like oh okay
0: yeah it it's it's weird, and that that's the weird part where it's like turning you know one day i can i can get that's happened to me before but like two days like and i noticed it happened to me when i was working a lot too where it's like they're all the same but you know one thing is for work another thing is like man if i had time off this wouldn't happen and now it's happening but yeah
1: right so weird so you know, back in the day when i was a youngster this was much less of a problem because you had network TV, and network TV had schedules. Right. Tell what day it was by what was on TV.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And now that no one watches network TV anymore, it's like even easier to get confused.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. But yeah, let's jump into this lady death since we practiced for it and prepped for it on a Thursday. I mean, Saturday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah you know we read scorched earth and i thought it would be cool to go revisit the lady death animated feature and see how it stacks up and how close the character is and i found myself running into the same issue that i ran into with the with the oh what's his name blood blood sport uh just because, you know, Scorched Earth is happening in the middle of her arc and the Lady Death movie is like an origin story. So the characters aren't necessarily going to, you know, line up mm-hmm. like if it's her beginnings. So the Lady Death animated movie is about a girl named Hope. Uh, She finds out she's the daughter of the devil, and she gets pissed off at him because he's holding her mother and her boyfriend's souls captive. And so after she's killed for being the daughter of the devil, she decides to raise an army to fight him, and then she does it. And uh, overall, it's not bad. Like, I can't really say the movie is showing its age. However, I can say we've had so much like it since then that it's a little hard to go back to. Mm -hmm. Like, a little bit. But at the same time, it is pretty good, pretty impressive when you think about it. Uh, The animation is decent. Um, Some weird choices with the animation at some points. But, uh, pardon me, and some, also some not weird choices that are just tropish for the times and for the, you know, the quality of, like, what you are and aren't able to do technologically wise yeah uh, yeah overall I can't say it's bad like it's pretty good
0: yeah I remember you... it being a little like you said Uh, well not tropey but I remember it being different than the comic on a lot of it and uh, that's what I kind of had issue with back issue with it back then it's minor changes compared to now reading Scorched Earth, where it's like, whoa, okay, so that's kind of like her origin, pretty much. You know, it's still, this, this new comics kind of follow her original origin, but the changes aren't as, they're not as big moving forward now. Because they kind of, they had all the, she jumped from different publishers, you know, so they kind of tweaked them each time. And uh, Mm -hmm. so now it's like, now those changes aren't that bad in, for example, like uh, the cremator in the comics, like she lines with him and in the movie, she didn't align with the the, the cremator, right? It was like a demon.
1: No, it's the cremator. cremator.
0: So then I think in the comic was the demon, but that cremator character is no more either. So, (laughs) you know, so it's like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah hmm so yeah it, it was it was you know you went back to it. i, I kind of remember it for the most part i do remember the the voice acting being pretty
1: good yeah the uh, voice work is good yeah
0: so does does it make you want to read more lady death stuff
1: um you know i'm not sure that it does and especially with the current series being so hard to re like hard to get, like you have to get all the um all the crowdfunder yeah. things like like I'm not it didn't make me want to go and crowdfund all the issues and then try and crowdfund all the past issues that I missed, which is yeah, it's, I guess the the property isn't too, it's too hard to get into right now. I think is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like I could probably go back and find like some of the past arcs and trades. But at then at that point it just feels like, well, all I could do is old stuff. Like I can't do anything kind like, the current ongoing is inaccessible to me. And so it makes it hard to get that into it. Like the movie wasn't so good that I'm willing to just go back and just read all the old stuff. Like maybe I would get into the current stuff if it was accessible, but not enough to just go through all the archives
0: I'm going on LadyDeathStore.com right now. I'll put the link in chat. And it's kind of weird trying to go through there and see what comes before what, you know? Mm Because there's some things, like, for example, right here, this one called Lady Death. There's Lady Death, the Reckoning trade paperback. I think that's the first one in this whole thing. And then the Odyssey. But then maybe if I click it, it'll tell me what it is. And the art looks like it might be something from Chaos Comics back in the day. But all the description says, says yeah, it says cover and art by Stephen Hughes and Brian Polito. I know that was the team doing it back then. And then it says third edition pray paperback of the original... Lady Death three-part debuts here. Okay, so that's a good starting point right there. And that one was The Reckoning. So I guess that's a reprint of that. And Origins Volume 2, so it's like, is that the second part to that? that? Let's see. Let me see if I can click on that. And it says in this second volume, yeah. So I guess it's the second part of that. But when they put them, so it's for you to look at them. This one comes up first, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little tricky, it's, you know. But we'll see how this goes. I might go, but you know, everything's like twenty-five bucks, forty bucks, you know. So it's not even mm-hmm. like okay, I could jump in. And they have they have a couple for like five bucks, I guess the ones that aren't hardbound or harder bound. But yeah, that's the only place you can really get them. Because I even tried going on the bootleg sites to find them, and I didn't find nothing. What lady, about
1: comicology? Are they there?
0: Ah, uh, you know what? That's a good i good question. Let me do a quick search here. They.
1: Okay. I know for me personally, I like to have all my shit kind of streamlined. Yeah. So it's like having like three or four or five different store sites for my comics is not really cool with me. Yeah. Like That's one of the reasons I'm so disappointed that that one company that does Lord of Gore isn't going to be messing with comicsology anymore. Yeah. It's like, well, that's where I was getting all my comics from them. Theoretically.
0: So, okay. So here's, there's 21 different issues of lady death on Comicsology right now.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So you can get, it looks like it's the origins, um, redone into single issue formats, which is actually pretty cool. You know, depending on the price, of course, um, Because you get a bunch of different covers that all look pretty good. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they have those. And then... Yeah, it looks like it's... And then they have Lady Death Origin, they have 21 issues. And then Lady Death Apocalypse, colon Apocalypse, they have seven books. So you can get 27 different... Okay, that's a good idea. Okay. Now, now I don't feel as like oh, I wish I could read these because now I can get them here. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, let's see. Hopefully, they do a mo deal and I can grab them all for one price. Right. So revisiting the movie, like, what would you uh, what would you rate it? I don't even know if we rated it back then. <laughs>
1: Um, I'll probably give it a three out of five. Three. Like, it's good.
0: Yeah. There's another character that I like here. I've never read anything about it. It's somewhat new. And. Let me see, I can't. It's called Hell Witch. And. I didn't get to crowdfund that, so I didn't get to read it, but. Oh, okay. But we'll see what, if I can get that on Comixology later on. (laughs) Um, But it's kind of where, what I was talking about last week, where we, we, there's some characters that kind of are analogous to the Chaos Comics characters, and this one, like, reminds me of Purgatory a lot, so like I put the picture of Hell Witch or the link to her, so you can see the picture, and then I'm gonna put a picture of Purgatory. Right, now, in a little bit, <laughs> I still gotta search it. Okay, but it's like Purgatory oh. with less yeah. muted colors.
1: Yeah, that's a cool cover. That's where like are all the the uh characters dressed similarly? I think so. Yeah. I think so.
0: I mean it there it's almost like they're repaints to a certain degree. Cause I, I think that's what it was. Like, you know, Chaos Comics had had Evil Ernie and um So once Lady Death came out, they're like, well, we got to make more characters like this. And then, you know, a lot of them sold, you know? So they they were there for a while, but none of them really made it to now like Lady Death did. So you can see the similarities right there.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I mean... It's like that other company. Fuck who am I thinking of? Is it Arcana? Uh
0: that sounds
1: the dude the guys that do like all the Wonderland and
0: uh,
1: uh like all their characters look like pinup girls.
0: Oh okay. Yeah But it's
1: like even still, they're all like have different outfits and what you call it, like, Hellwitch really does look like a, just a, re, a repaint of Lady Death with wings.
0: Yeah. And then Chastity looks like all of them, but with a different haircut and different color skin. I'll put, I'll put right. that in chat, too.
1: Um, Tiger Claw in chat says... So we got lady death is there a gentleman death yeah i didn't and want to responds, gentleman death would just be plain death <laughs> and i think he's right
0: yeah that's why they had to reference death like that uh, let's see i'll i'll put chastity in in chat real quick okay So, yeah, they're they all a
1: little different,
0: a little, I guess, because she's more human, but it's all leather and missing leather and skin, I guess. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's versus lady life. I think that would be Mother Earth. But yeah,
1: you know, chaos actually caught my attention recently. Um as I was going through Comixology looking for stuff to buy because they actually did a crossover with Hackslash.
0: Oh, yeah. It was
1: uh I was a fan of back in the day. I was thinking about picking that up when I get the moment. Uh, Derek H. and Chats's Chaos Comics is turning into a BDSM imprint. I mean, it
0: did. It, it, it all Pretty much all their characters were like that. But, I mean, they haven't been around in like 10 years, 12 years. So, none of those characters are out anymore. Just Lady Death. And then, <clears throat> what was the... It was Chaos and... Oh no, that was different. I was thinking of Bomb Queen. The Hackslash Bomb Queen.
1: Oh, right. Let's... Yeah, Hackslash has done so many crossovers. Yeah. It pretty much work. Like, that's the weird thing. Like, Hackslash does pretty much anything.
0: Hackslash versus Chaos Comics. Number one. Uh, and I think that might be that might be fairly recent. Yeah, 2018. Wow. I got to check right. that. Right. Yeah, I got to check that out cuz yeah, I, I thought Chaos Comics was done with altogether. But it you see it's all the characters. It's none of n- there's no Lady Death in it just Evil Ernie Purgatory and Chastity. Mhm, and a newer character that I don't know. Oh, the Chosen, I guess. Is her name? She's not as BDSM looking. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's Lady Death animated, and they never made any more of those, huh? No, it was just the one. Yeah.
1: Know. Like, which is kind of unfortunate. Like, I know at least in, back in the day, I liked it a lot more. Like, and so I would have gladly have, like, watched more of them.
0: Yeah. So, I read, over the weekend, I read Assessa, number one. Uh, Assessa is a character in the Stranger Comics, um... Pantheon I guess you could call it it's they're basically uh, how do you say it's like a fantasy world um, called Asunda and Asessa has has a is a character in there and you get this number one Asessa the Fallen number one now I'm looking on the actual Website and it says uh, that this comic was a Kickstarter thing, and the Kickstarter launched September twentieth last year, so that explains why it came out now. Um, let me see if I can find the cover for you. Actually, I'll just post a preview for you guys in chat to to read it, but. It, it, you know i figured you know it's a number one in the stranger comics line i'm gonna check it out i've read one of them in the past which is one of the first ones called untamed back i want to say maybe like eight years ago or something and i liked it it was kind of westerny the covers were painted the art was different than this and I enjoyed it and I'm like and then I didn't go back because all of a sudden there was a lot of books in this fantasy world and they're following, you know, more or less similar characters or different characters. It's it's just so big that I'm like, I can't really like get into this story like I'm going to have to buy everything and some of them you can get in stores, some of them you couldn't depending on which store you go. And, uh, as far as I know, I don't know if you can get them on comics holiday. I didn't look and eventually, you know, as things go, you end up getting something else into something else more accessible and then you forget until now. (laughs) Um, right. And I figured, well, if it's a number one, I should be able to kind of get a sense of this, well, this character. And I guess this character has been around before. So I kind of felt like, okay, I'm still kind of lost, you know, cause it still features other characters at the beginning that I know of just from following this publisher. Um, but not enough to know what they do what they're doing. Why are they here? You know, or if, it, mm-hmm. or if this actually comes in between another issue that already is published, you know, cause it kind of right. feels like that a little, um, and then you kind of get Assessa's origin, and she's she's the main character of this whole series is a character named Niobe, and I guess in this one, she's uh, Niobe's getting help from Assessa, so you get Assessa's origin, you know? So it kind of feels like, oh, okay, this is an established character that we're finally getting their story, but I don't know enough about her in the current time to really like be like, oh, okay, this this origin is kind of impactful you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh so yeah you just see her origin see how she handles war in this untamed land and uh the art and everything was cool the way it was written was okay but i just couldn't get into it because i just had that feeling like ah i need to read everything here which i guess is kind of a good thing if i actually end up going out and buying everything you know
1: right and i definitely felt similarly like it definitely feels like everyone and everything is established and important and there's just something about the way it's written and and the way the characters are portrayed that makes you feel like there's just a lot more going on than what we're getting and while it's a little off-putting is still something I can get through. Um, I know, in particular, this was just kind of like a bad week for me to read it,
2: uh-huh.
1: um, just because I was—I've uh, been doing so much like multi-layer, multi-tier stuff lately that uh, something a little simpler would have been an easier read for me. I think. Yeah um so yeah it's like just poor timing like i I definitely want to go back and reread it um reread it again at a different time
0: yeah i'm definitely gonna it's that i'm kind of in the same boat as you and i actually read something simple and i wish i would have picked that instead but it it, you know it's not tomorrow I'll, (laughs) i'll give it to you for tomorrow it's called uh it's the dc digital first that came out last week uh for well, i think it came out yesterday because i know like those bo- those comics are they're digital and they come out every day not just wednesday or tuesday i guess how dc wants to do it and it's the swamp thing one and yeah i'll I, Tomorrow, that's what I'm going to talk about. So, <laughs> I'll put it in that's our right. production text. Uh, yeah, the I guess Stranger Comics has three parts to its publishing. And one is just Stranger. The uh, sunda, uh subprint or imprint is has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different series in it. And then they have Stranger Kids, which is a little... Children's comics, but the Asunda is that fantasy one, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I can get into all of them. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I do think this was a good book, I just wish I knew more, and I guess that's
1: right. yeah.
0: So, overall, I, will
1: say, okay. I enjoyed the art, and mm-hmm. particular, well. I say the colors are really good on some pages, but not all of them, uh-huh. um, which is kind of weird. I think someone different, like it feels like someone different, was doing the coloring for some of the pages. Yeah, uh, but the art was consistently good. Um, and it was just like the colors sometimes, but the art was good. I, I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I, I there's one part where i really liked how the colors went together i think it might be the first page let me
1: see if i can see yeah the first page was great
0: i'll put it in chat and it's just the way the colors meld it's like you could you get a a sense of what time of day it is really well like i can feel the the cold morning air as the sun's warming up (laughs) Mm mm-hmm uh, it's just the just the, the you know the bright color along the the middle horizon and then the sun and then the darkness of the of the cliff like it just all goes well together and yeah overall i don't regret reading this but i just i regret not reading other stuff to really have a, a, a more informed opinion on that about it so as of now i would only give it like a three and a half leaning towards four out of five, myself. Yeah,
1: I would give it a three, leaning towards four.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, maybe I'll, it'll be my quarantine like homework to read all these books, <laughs> <To> see if <laughs> if this is actual like. All right, did this do a good job of giving that origin? Or it kind of reminds me of Game of Thrones a little bit because there's just so many characters that are part of this asunda line but it's like i think you can just pick one and go with that you know the the one i read was called the untamed and that one has two two series in it two four issue series so it's not a lot a whole lot but let's see it says the untamed sinner's Prayer is the one i read but i only read one issue so i gotta go back and read that and then untamed killing floor and the page isn't loading, so there's that. Okay. But yeah, and it, it's it's very uh, I don't know. It was weird to read something so new and not know anything about. So, and even though I thought I knew about this too, so it's it's a weird feeling for someone like me. <laughs> right. But yeah. Now, Joe, man, you you said you got into Stranger Things this weekend, huh?
1: Yeah, and I, f- I was able to watch the whole first se- season and, like, the first episode of the second season. And it's really good. Like, I really ended up enjoying it. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm so
0: jealous of you for, because it's, I remember the first time I watched it and I was like, wow, this is, this is great. And it's like, and you couldn't watch it for a while until right and so what tell me what what were your first impressions watching it man
1: um first impressions or is that you know it i wouldn't say a slow start but it's a a little bit of a slow burn but the characters are interesting so you kind of want to keep going And then the situation gets, like, really good and interesting. And watching the people react to what's going on is cool. And, uh, yeah, like, it's just a really interesting story. And it goes in an interesting place. And I know one of the things I did want to mention when talking about it is, uh, remember how like i was complaining about community because they kept playing matt and kim yeah and i stopped wanting to watch it and wanted to listen to that instead uh-huh. Uh huh. this didn't happen at all with stranger things it was like yeah the songs were in my head but i still wanted to keep watching
0: yeah yeah and especially the the theme like for example uh what is it? The, the clash. The should I stay or should I go? Like how they just keep playing it over and over, right? And it just it becomes part of the story, so well.
1: Well, actually, I was referring to like people like, um, like uh, Chet Rio. Okay. Where he makes songs out of clips. Uh huh. So, you know, it'll be just like a whole song that's composed a clips from the show. Like, I can't remember the title of the song, but one of the choruses for the song is that one scene where uh, after uh, Eleven breaks that kid's arm, uh-huh. and Titus is yelling, like, you better run, uh, you better run, she's our friend, she's crazy. If you come back here, she'll kill you. You Hear Me, She'll Kill You, Sons of Bitches. Like, that's the hook for one of the songs.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And so it's like I get to that point, it's like, oh, yeah, that's where that song is from. <laughs> and then I want to keep watching. Like, oh, okay. I didn't want to stop watching the show to go re-listen to the song. But it was just, like, a cool thing to be in there, like, to find where that clip is from. Yeah. Oh, I gotta see So, yeah, that. like, it's good. Like, it's real good.
0: And, uh, how'd you feel with the Lovecraftian aspect? You didn't get that. uh oh,
1: Lovecraft. <laughs> no, it was cool. Like, honestly, it's not the imagery, like, Lovecraftian monsters, Cthulhu. Yeah. It's not that I have a problem with. It's just right. the man himself. <laughs> yeah the racism that, like, I like the cosmic horror, I don't like the racism. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, like, if only we could get more Lovecraftian horror without Lovecraft.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the monsters were pretty cool. I will say, like, the design... Yeah. Even though I kind of was spoiled because, you know, it was the, the biggest thing when it came out. And yeah. so I already kind of knew what everything looked like. Yeah. But uh, it was still pretty cool.
0: It's so weird because in the time that that came out in like, let's say, compared to like a Cloverfield and it's like Cloverfield, you don't get a sense unless you actually do deep research to see what it looks like, you know? Right. And even though it was a big movie and people, you know you still d- don't get spoiled. Like I saw that movie, like I want to say like three years after it came out and I still didn't know what the thing looked
1: like. And, right. Uh, I mean, you could watch the movie and not know what it looks like. Right. But I remember like me and Lawrence has seen it. And then we like, I Googled a picture of the Cloverfield monster and like, it doesn't look anything like what you see <laughs> yeah. in a movie.
0: Yeah. And, but with Stranger Things, it's like there's merchandise. So even if you're not like, if you're like waiting to see it, all of a sudden they show you a pop doll, and it's like, oh, that's what this looks like, you know? Because your router knows that you watch Stranger Things, so now they can target add you. And right, it's like, yeah, you're gonna get spoiled one way or another now. But if yeah. you hadn't known what he looked like, that would have been even more striking. I'm I'm sure. Hmm. So weird. Also,
1: how dumb the kids are. (laughs) Like, like specifically, that one scene where, like, all the secret agency guys had been shooting the thing and it didn't do anything. So they get their slingshot and start throwing rocks at it. (laughs) It's like, come on, guys. What the fuck do you think is going to happen?
0: Yeah. That ending for season one, though, how good was that, man?
1: No, that was great. Like, I love that. Are you sp- referring to the ending or like the epilogue?
0: Uh, uh, actually, both. Just how it ended and the epilogue too.
1: Yeah, the ending was great, and I love the epilogue, where the kid vomits up a worm. Yeah,
0: and then that's Yeah, second. that was. And I, when that came, out, I was like, "Oh, cool! Like, we're gonna get a second season." Then once the second season ended, like, well you're not there yet but it's like that was good enough i don't want them to make no more because they're going to ruin it and then season three came out and then it's like okay i really don't want them to make any more because they're going to ruin it and you know now they're working on season four i think they're going to start yes. shooting again in the next couple weeks because that production is in georgia and georgia's opening up but mm-hmm. I don't. we'll see if they actually want to risk going down there but, yeah, I know season four is supposed to be the last one. They're not making any more.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: so it's probably going to end good. <laughs> um, the one
1: thing that was weird about season one, or season two, I mean, in the first episode, which I'm okay spoiling it, because I assume that I'm the only one that hasn't watched this already. Yeah. Uh, But at the end of season one, or – that Eleven disappeared when she killed the Demogorgon. Yeah. And at the start of season two, she's living with the sheriff. And uh, that that came off as weird to me because she actually does have a mom. Yeah. Like, it seems weird that he would just keep her from, her, like, not give her back.
0: Um, They go into that, I think, in, I'm not sure if it's season two or season three but they actually they actually make a point to go and and search that uh, um like close that hole.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
0: part of the plot.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Um I didn't think it was that weird at first cuz but yeah, ultimately like they show you why <laughs> why he
1: I mean it, it's still weird that he kept it or... because like I get that his daughter died and so having a chance to like kind of replace her with 11 i can see him taking that opportunity at the same time it's hard like i'm wondering like why like he knows how hard it is to lose a kid like why he wouldn't give her back when she knows that woman is traumatized yeah losing her kid
0: but also the government people are are looking there too
1: you know Oh, that's probably true, too. Yeah. But yeah, this episode has been good. Like, I love how that kid just keeps, like, sliding into the upside down. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what's good, too? Now that you can read the comic on Dark Horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that that comic is actually takes place in the Upside Down with Will, like what he did in the Upside Down.
1: Okay. So
0: it like fills in the gaps of of the first season, which is interesting they did that because it came out when the third season was about to come out. So it's like, you know, he survives and everything, but it's still interesting. I only read the first issue, so I want to read the, the rest. Right. And then the monsters just keep getting better designed as they go. So I don't know what the third one's gonna be like.
1: Okay. Well,
0: in the fourth season, and now now since you have Netflix now too, man, I gotta recommend Dark. Okay. Because that is like, it's like Stranger Things in the sense that's how they re- they, they kinda compared the two because they came out so close together and it was similar themes um, in terms of the horror aspect. Dark is a little more sci fi and they they're not afraid to just kill all the kids. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it starts off with kids but then they're just picking them off, like torturing them and killing them. Like <laughs> So I know nice. you, you'll get into that. Not that you like that, but you know it's they're not afraid to show that, you know? Right. Because um, it's a German show, so you know how they do.
1: Oh yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, so that that's another one you gotta you gotta check out. It I think there's ten episodes per season and there's only been two. Okay.
1: But yeah. So nope. okay. Oh go ahead. No, you go ahead. I actually just watched a movie that I was I was watching it and I was thinking you might enjoy it. Uh is In the Tall Grass. Oh, yeah. Which is a Stephen King movie based on a novella him and his son wrote about people getting stuck in this tall grass that won't let them leave. And there's like a time displacement factor about it, too. Yeah. So it's like... Um, like at one point, this one guy is trying to kill another guy uh, and uh, the dude catches up with them. The killer catches up with them and he's like, you see, the thing about here is you did, you ran straight, but you also ran left and you ran right. And each time I got you and then uh, it shows like other dead bodies of him that were already killed in these like different times, like it, it's interesting, like. It was a pretty fun movie.
0: Yeah, I I watched it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and I, I yeah I watched it, and Emily wanted to watch it, and I watched it without her, so she's gonna be, yeah, she's giving me the side eye already since you brought it up. I <laughs> I was afraid to look over my shoulder, and you know there it was. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So so yeah, Stranger Things like I'm sure you rate it pretty high, but just for formality, what
1: what would you rate it? Um like four out of five, four and a half. Um yeah, there's very little wrong with it. Like I feel Lucas so far, they've been kind of like he hasn't really done a lot. Uh huh. Like in the last couple episodes he comes around and it's kind of cool but in the beginning he's like almost useless and some of the effects I know are kind of well, TV budget effects yeah like they don't look bad but they definitely look like I could recreate some of those effects yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, heck says Stranger Things, high four, very high. Yeah, reminds me of when I watched it. I
1: was very high. <laughs> uh, heck asks, "What season are you rating? Um, rating up to se- up to episode one of season two. Um." Tiger Claw and Chess, as I remember, years ago, like in early 2014 or late 2013, when the designs of the 2014 TMNT movie were leaked from Toy Fair, um, which is spawning out of a conversation about how toys are spoilers. Uh, We were talking about the uh, Stranger Things toys coming out
0: birth says yeah fuck toys
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'm enjoying it I'm definitely gonna watch the rest of it and season 4 when it comes out
0: yeah hopefully sooner than later I don't know I guess if they're gonna start production it'll probably be out next year yeah Have you seen, uh, oh, you probably haven't, but I think this news from yesterday, um, I'm gonna post it in Discord, it's Jim Lee doing a Bane sketch for his, those fucking, those auctions, yeah?
1: Right.
0: So he did a, uh, but I guess this one he only showed on, uh, Entertainment Weekly. Okay, so you can click the link there, and it'll show it to you. It um, yeah, he's drawing better than ever in this quarantine, man.
1: Right. Like, look at this. So he's not gonna post it. He didn't post it on his Twitter.
0: No. This one he showed directly through Entertainment Weekly.
1: Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But yeah. I and mean, I've been on Twitter a lot more than I have been in the last year. This was quarantine. Yeah. I kind of have two. Tucker called it in chat. Yeah.
0: And he it even, looks good. He even colored it with the eyes.
1: <laughs> right. But yeah, I it's, like the pattern and the belt.
0: Yeah, so crazy, man. Ah, oh, so good. I could, I could never draw like that. Right. Like I'd have to start drawing at like the age of two, <laughs> and then maybe when I'm like 35, 40, then I can start drawing like that. <laughs> It says uh Hex says, so I'm listening to the show fine through my phone, but I can't get the site on my PC. And that's the thing I was telling you last week, the problem I was having. Like I checked it on on, on the site, and then it wouldn't work on my phone, and that's why we were having the issues on Thursday.
1: But You gotta type in the whole thing. You gotta go www.com. Yeah. Yeah. See if that works for you.
0: Just listen to it on your phone, like. <laughs> They're all ragging on hex PC. says Because it's old. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna jump into some news real quick, see what we could get to. Let me play this music. We should have a like uh it cut off, hold on. There we go. Comic book news We should have a like uh comic book like news. Well not not like that, but like Heck heck they're like fuck off Tiger Claw when I got this PC you were like, Oh wow, you have a newer video card than I do <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's see what's in the news.
1: Um, I got a story. All right. Uh, so Warren Ellis is talking about, uh, the season Castlevania season four. Um,. Uh, reconfirming the season four will happen, Ellis posted on his blog to give people a little bit of good news during a rough time. He explained that season three of the series was most popular yet. While Netflix rarely officially releases the number on how shows are doing, creators are told about how well the show, their show is going each month. Ellis explains that season two's ratings were strong, so season three improving again basically solidified the show for another go. Uh, There's a quote. Uh, So we're on for season four. We don't expect too much of a COVID-related delay. But if that one guy who keeps tagging me on IG to demand season four now could fuck off, I'd appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Four seasons of an analog adult drama animation about vampires, moral philosophy, and toilet paper, which is not a niche production, but something with an audience of... Stop, Seize, Netflix, Sniper, Rifle, Dot. Many, many millions. Who saw that coming? Ellis wrote in an announcement blog post. If it turns out that this weird thing is what prized the door open on doing adult-oriented drama, narrative, and English-language animation, I would be delighted because we just proved that the audience is there in the same numbers that show up for live-action drama, which... Yeah, that toilet paper joke was one of the best jokes. <laughs> in season three. It's like you know because of you know they're like in the past, like toilet paper is new. Yeah. This guy mentions like, you know, you. Uh, he's basically like blowing this guy off, said uh, saying like, yeah, they wanted to talk to someone that new, so knows what toilet paper is, and the guy's like. What the fuck is toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was funny.
0: I like when he told like, the guy to fuck off.
1: Too. And he's right. Like, it would be amazing if we got more animated drama.
0: Well, it's kind of what we've been talking about here for a while. You know, like they're like oh what what if it gets a live action adaptation so that more people would watch it and it's like really like they should just watch the animated shit you know like right it's the same and that's where japan kind of has a better audience for it in a sense because for them it's like animation is just a different way of expressing a story period
1: it's it, just a medium exactly like it's not a kids medium it's not an adult medium it's just a medium
0: yeah and they they have that they got that right you know and even in other countries too um there's a lot more animated stuff that isn't just for kids you know mhm and uh you know some european countries and stuff but it's just one of those things where it's like why the in the US they they're so i i always blame it on disney greed myself and larry's not here to shoot me down but it's like yeah, we can get the kids with this. Boom, let's do it. Yeah, and right. they just create this multi-branded merchandising machine that's so tied into animation and design. And
1: it's kind of weird how that. Uh, I have actually read a, a story about like why uh, animation ended up becoming like a kids thing, and it's like pretty interesting because. Uh, basically the old animated shorts that would come out were theatrical. They played right. for other features and they were written for both adults and kids because adults and kids were going to, fe- uh, you know, going to theaters and seeing features. And when they tried to bring it to a television, it was a lot more expensive to do a television show, like, something for television weekly uh, than it was to, like, produce something for a theatrical short. And so they ended up cutting so many corners that it became, got to a point where adults wouldn't watch it. And so that's how it ended Mm -hmm. up becoming a kid's thing because you have this whole period of animation coming out where it was so cheaply done that adults just wouldn't watch it. And it just ended up becoming a kid's thing.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's so weird. <clears throat> but, you know, now, like, in this age of working from home, I mean, they say they're trying to start us going back by May, but I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> yeah. Animation's going to be, if you want, you're a creative that wants to make money off your your stories and shit, animation digital comics or even like you know short form video that you could do at home (laughs) is gonna be the way to go you know Mm -hmm. like music fucking animation you know animation is getting the technology for it is getting a lot more accessible and a lot easier to do from home you know
1: right it's just expensive.
0: Yeah, but like, you know.
1: know, the current industry standard is like Tune Boom, mm-hmm. and that is like thirty thousand a month, I think.
0: Fuck, really?
1: I'd have to double check.
0: I was mad that I, but had, uh, I'm mad at having to pay for like Adobe stuff, like a hundred bucks a year or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I would have to double check that but saying it out loud it doesn't sound right but i know it's like it's something the average guy probably can't afford right on his own or or even
0: like if you're going to invest that much and you don't know how to do it just yet like you're going to end up losing (laughs) yeah
1: right
0: because that's the the issue with it too a lot of these things you got to learn you got to learn how to how to use yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see products. Oh, look. COVID nineteen updated April 6, twenty twenty. Extension of free home use licenses for Toon Boom. Oh, you, you can get a free license.
1: That's cool. Let's
0: see what it says. Work from home licenses. Wow. That might be something yeah. that might be something to look into so I can make my hit cartoon about a guy that talks to his penis. <laughs> Coming twenty twenty one, an adult swim. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what else is in the news. Um Diamond Comics took off the gems. I don't know if you're familiar with the gems in in Diamond comic distributors. In the previous catalog, stuff that they Not want to highlight, they put a, a little diamond on it, a gem. And that oh, way okay. sticks out, and they took them off all the DC
1: books. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: But so I, I read that story. This was April 24th. And there's another new story from April twenty fifth and what happens is what happened is that those books it was the three jokers books that were gonna come out in 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 June and um basically d c diamond told the uh, told all the retailers it's like look if you want to get the d c stuff we have you got to put in your order by the end of the night tonight so eleven fifty nine p.m. today monday and basically you get that order and that's it that's all you're gonna get you're not gonna get anything that of the other stuff that was coming on june including the stuff they took the the gems off of
1: so, oh, okay so that
0: stuff with the gems that's the stuff that they would have to place the order now to get for june so cut co- moving forward after june it looks like they're not going to ship any any dc stuff but it could all change they've been going on back and forth for the last two weeks you know they are distributing. Right. they're not so but this is this looks more like they're leaning towards not but it could all change yeah Mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's just funny that they just took the, the gems off like it's like they don't want to sell it and even the thing is even when they have their awards the gem awards it's stuff that they had in the gems, you know like so DC's not going to qualify for the gem awards not those at least so so, like so petty
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: and uh Heavy metal, com, heavy metal comics created a new imprint. Um, they're actually starting it now, and I don't know when this stuff is coming out. Like, they have a bunch of books. They have a book called The Red. Uh, N- Nomobots, Hymned of Teada, of Teada, Garbage Factory Anthology, uh, and. They say that this book, this imprint is the only one, the only creator owned platform where the creator will make money whether one or one or 10,000 books are sold. As all creators will receive 15% on the sticker price for each book sold from the first book sold.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, that's like that's what boom studios does that's what aftershock does idw even dc and dark horse do that so it's like they're claiming that but they're not the only one you know um
1: oh and, that's and, disingenuous
0: yeah and guess what the the name of this imprint is what virus <laughs> <laughs> And I'll put the logo in chat.
1: Oh, that's that's just poor taste. Yeah,
0: and it, it's so weird because <laughs> they even acknowledge that. It's like, yeah, you know, our name and logo is kind of on the dark side, but hey, it's on everybody's mouth right now. <laughs> like, it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. So,
1: right. So
0: you would think that with that type of branding, that name. They should have paid Google to be the first thing that comes up when you search virus, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to place an order so I could buy and read these comics and review them because they're, like, direct to people. Like, I don't think you're going to get them through retailers right off the bat. I can't find it anywhere. I can't find the, the web store. I can't find. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, you pique my interest like this. Where can I fucking buy this book? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. There's the the stuff in it is made by people who have worked in Heavy Metal Magazine before and it's run by the people that had their other imprint, Hero Project that does a lot of the mu- the music stuff. Uh does a lot of the music stuff and a lot of the more like if you want to commission a comic book, you know, for like for promotional purposes, but, yeah, we we'll, I, I got to keep searching, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I was like. And in other news where Larry doesn't know how to explain things, there's a instead of a white cover, there's a pink cover, too. And. Oh, really? Yeah. An artist did I forget the name of the artist, but. The Harley Quinn's Villain of the Year book came with a pink cover and she drew a poison ivy on it. And I put that in chat.
1: Oh, that's a really good poison ivy.
0: Yeah. And even like with the usage of the pink, like it works. Right. I just don't get why Larry didn't tell me about it. (laughs) You got any other news, Joe?
1: No, but I think I am going to get one of these pink covers. Yeah. But I'm going to have him draw, uh, what's her name, from My Hero Academia on it. Which one? The pink one that does the acid.
0: Hmm. Uh, Marvel Comics furloughs its staff this weekend. So they're doing more of these little cutoffs and furloughing uh they put you know they also put number a number of issues on hold of titles, but we'll see we'll see how long this goes um there's still artists and stuff working from home, but a lot of the more of the support staff m- m- maybe not marketing but other things they're probably gonna be furloughed but that's it that's all I got for news today.
1: Um, do we talk about the rumors of the Resident Evil 4 remake? Oh, no. So, Resident uh, Capcom has been saying, basically saying they're going to keep doing remasters uh, because these last three have been so popular they're going to keep doing it. And the rumor is that the next one is going to be Resident Evil 4 so there's nothing official yet like it could be like i know there are other games but uh right now the people are thinking the most logical one to do after three would be four right Uh, before doing any of the side games like code veronica
0: yeah and I, i heard that somebody was talking about code veronica too where it's like they want that one first, but <laughs> the the guy that wrote the article was like, nah, like, you're going to get that whenever. Like <laughs> Nobody's rushing to make that one. Mm-hmm. But 4, uh, I wonder how 4 would be, because 4 is fairly new. Like, it's almost all kind of follow the 4 way of playing to a degree moving forward. So I can understand doing that for 3 and 2, you know? Mhm. But what would they do for a remaster for 4? Like basically just make uh, it look cleaner?
1: Yeah, graphical updates and some tweaks. Yeah. Um like if you know, like I've actually replayed all of those recently.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, before the pandemic, like but still pretty recently. And there are ways to tweak, like especially movement. Mm-hmm. The movement in four is kind of stiff. Um. So yeah, there are definitely things to make Resident Evil Four a better Resident Evil Four.
0: But would they be as drastic compared to like two or three?
1: No, no. It'll basically, yeah, just be like the biggest thing will be visually. Yeah. Um, but yeah so I mean realistically they should be able to do those pretty fast
0: yeah cause it's all there
1: they to... where they had to like completely like they couldn't even use the old assets for those games they had to build everything from scratch
0: right Tyre Claw says so are they going to remake every Resident Evil game from now on many many years from now They'll do a remake of Resident Evil remake, then a remake of the remake of the remake.
1: So in other news, yeah, um, Sony announced today, uh, yeah, I guess an hour ago, that the Naughty Dogs, The Last of Us Part Two, will now be released on June nineteenth. Uh, earlier this month, Sony has said the PlayStation 4 exclusive will be delayed until further notice because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Before that, the game had been scheduled to release on May 29th, which was also a delayed release date. Uh, the quote, as we begin to see an ease in the global distribution environment, I am pleased to confirm that The Last of Us Part Two will arrive on June 19th, said Herman Holtz. Sony's head of Worldwide Studios, in a statement. Uh, if you're anticipating The Last of Us Part Two, you should be aware that massive spoilers and clips from the game reportedly leaked over the weekend. We are not linking to coverage of the leaks in case you want to avoid spoilers. Uh, Sony also announced that Ghost of Tsushima, Sucker Punch's upcoming action-adventure uh, action PS4 exclusive that takes place... In Feudal Japan will be released on July 17th, a small delay from its original June 26th launch. Hmm. Well, yeah, I know Tiger Claw posted about the uh, leaks, which is a shame, like, if you're like the kind of person that doesn't like spoilers, that kind of sucks for you.
0: Yeah, well, with a game like Last of Us too, like, there's a lot of people waiting for that and those spoilers would ruin it.
1: Right. Uh, uh got one more story here about um Clone Wars, Ashoka Tano actress reveals how she got over backlash. Um Ahsoka Tano actress Ashley Eckstein reveals how she got over the Star Wars fan backlash she faced shortly after being cast in the role. Ahsoka has appeared on both Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, Ahsoka's rise in popularity is evident by the fact that her voice was included in The Rise of Skywalker as one of the Jedi who helped Rey defeat Palpatine. However, back when the character was initially introduced, fans weren't happy that Anakin had been assigned a Padawan apprentice. Uh, in a fascinating interview with Vanity Fair, Ashley Eckstein revealed what went into creating the now of character and the fandom love for Ashoka's journey. So, and you can read more of that on Vanity Fair. It's crazy
0: because yeah. People were, I remember finding it strange that Anakin had the apprentice because he never really had the, the, the title of master.
1: Right. It was weird, but I never had a problem with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I kind of liked her.
0: Yeah. I mean, the character was good. And then when he had the the other, when the Force unleashed that other apprentice. But that was after that, though, huh? Yeah. That was once he was Vader. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, that backlash was that bad. Like, I know feeling like, oh, that's odd. But if they're in a time of war, and they got to do something with that Force user before she gets claimed by the dark side, you know?
1: right that's weird how many uh how much like shit these star wars actors get over like these perceived like slights against characters and shit yeah i know what's her name rose like her actress people were so shitty to her that she had to like Just evacuate social media for like years.
0: Yeah.
1: And I know that one kid that played Anakin in the prequels.
0: Like, he wasn't. Like,
1: he got a ton of shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, that wasn't even his fault. Like, he was just the actor that got cast as a terrible character. Yeah. Didn't make the character terrible.
0: Derek H. says they weren't happy it was a girl. Veris says Star Wars has never been that consistent. And then he goes, yeah, it's totally because she's a girl. Angry nerds be angry. yeah, the Rose shit was insane. I don't even remember why the Rose... Like, what was... Why were they mad at Rose?
1: I don't even remember why they hated her. Like, yeah, like, I, I don't get it. Like, I know the character, and there was nothing that I saw in any of the movies where she deserved hate for it. Right. Like even reasonably, like even like thinking unreasonably, I can't even think of anything she did to deserve hate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else, Joe?
1: Nope. That's it for me.
0: Cool, man. Let's do some final thoughts, man. What do you got?
1: Um, kind of. No, not much. There's some new stuff coming on Netflix. New seasons of old shows coming in May, which I'm looking forward to. And then at the end of May, or mid to end of May, HBO Max comes out. I'm looking forward to that. Hour long adventure time episodes. Like, I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Cool. All right, tomorrow we're doing, what is it, Midnight Gospel? And I'm going to be doing that Swamp Thing. The beat goes on, I guess it's called. But yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, join us here tomorrow, tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're right here on AllGames.com.